This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler. I'm the general manager here at WZIP. Joining me today, we're going to be we're going to be talking about something that you've been talking about anyway. Probably a lot of people, um, you know, when the, when the clock strikes midnight, coming into the new year, a lot of people already have New Year resolutions all figured out, and so often those resolutions have to do with being healthier, being more fit. I'm going to start working out. I'm going to eat less. All that kind of stuff. And hey, more power to you. Hopefully it'll work out for you. Um, We decided to bring in somebody to give us a little bit of insight on, you know, maybe how you can be successful with some of those things. If you're unaware, the University of Akron Student Recreation and Wellness Center is um, award-winning. It is literally considered to be among the best in the nation um, by a lot of different measurements. And part of that is um, a person named Kat Micklick. She is a wellness technician, she is a personal trainer, she's a student here at the University of Akron, and she's going to help us, um, I guess, kind of get through some of the things that might be stumbling blocks, some of the things that maybe we're not doing as, as well as we could to, you know, to try to meet those goals. Now, this isn't so much about nutrition, although nutrition plays a big role in all of this, and you heard a few weeks ago we had a nutrition expert on Zips Unlimited talking about ways that we can um, really just incorporate more moderation into our diet. Um, but for a lot of people, it's the need for exercise, whether it has, you know, it's part of a weight loss uh, tool, or maybe they want to build muscle, that sort of thing. And Kat, that's where you come in. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Chris. I'm glad to be here. Um, first of all, explain to me, most people probably know what a personal trainer is. So we'll get to that in just a second. What is a wellness technician? What's that mean? As a wellness technician, I generally just do the physical fitness assessments and other wellness services that we offer at the Student Recreation and Wellness Center, such as exercise program design, and we do metabolic testing as well. Okay. And those, uh, those fitness evaluations, I've done that before, and I think for, and I'm, I'm obviously not a student, but um, students are allowed to get that. Is, is it still yep. no cost student. once a year or something? Yeah, one free uh, fitness assessment per year for students. And that consists of what? Uh, We test the different components of fitness after we first take your typical vital measurements, such as weight, height, blood pressure. So the different fitness components that we test are cardiorespiratory health, Mm -hmm. muscular strength, muscular endurance, flexibility, and body composition. Okay. That's with the, the, uh, what is it, the calipers? The calipers, (laughs) pinching, yeah. Those almost scare me. I don't don't want to know what they read, but then I do, and then I don't. Um, (laughs) You have to do that if if you want to purchase... um, Personal training. You, you have to do the fitness about first, right? Yes, you do have to do that just so that we can get a general gauge on your fitness level mm-hmm. currently and kind of design a program based off that for you. And you don't necessarily have to do that before you ever go there to work out, but it's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea just to get a baseline of where you're at and kind of can see where you can improve on. Okay. Now, for personal training, that's, that's another step outside of being a wellness technician, right? Yes, it is. You have to do what? I'm, I'm sure there's some kind of certification, maybe some classes or something you have to take. Yeah, there is a couple different certifying organizations. I'm certified through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. But yeah, it's a whole different certification outside of any sort of university classwork. Is that pretty tough to, to achieve? It is pretty tough, yeah. It's it's not too bad since that is my major as well. So I do have a base of education already in there. But 
generally it is a bit complicated. Um, let, let me ask you this. Did you, did you grow up always interested in, in fitness and wellness and, and exercise science and wanting to be a personal trainer? Is that something that hit you, you know, since you started college? Actually, no, that's the funny thing. The most athletic thing I've ever done growing up before stepping in the gym was marching band. I've never been a part of a sports team or anything. Um, so college really got me into it. And it was the rec center, honestly, that got me into fitness because I started with the group exercise classes. Three years ago, I stepped into the bar Pilates class and did that for a semester or so. One of my friends said, hey, let's get off the treadmill and the light weights and the ballet bar and like hit the weights with me one day. So I did that and that just started my whole fitness journey. Okay. Now, you're, when you're walking around over there, when you're at work, you, you probably notice things that I probably would not notice. Um, you know, when, when people are coming in, they're, whether they're lifting, they're doing other types of exercises. You know, first of all, what, what do you think for somebody who's, you know, maybe they've been in the gym before, but maybe not a lot. Um, they don't have your knowledge or your, your experience. What are some things you think that, that those people should know maybe before they even get started? Well, I, I love the phrase, train the muscle, not the movement. So that kind of applies to a lot of the issues I see is when people just load a lot of weight onto the barbell and go into a squat and they're not hitting proper depth, proper form, going to injure themselves. So first, just start off mastering that mind-muscle connection, we call it, just being able to feel the muscle that you're trying to target, not just trying to go as heavy as possible because there's so many risks that come with that, as well as you're just not training optimally. Mm -hmm. Do you see that with um, maybe certain exercises more than others, or is that just kind of across the board? I feel like it's just generally across the board. I see it more so in different types of people. It's generally the people that are... Usually you don't see beginners doing this, but... It is a possibility. It's more so in the advanced folk that are in there, and they just want to oh, really? hit. They just want to hit the big numbers because they've been training for a while, and they just are, have a goal in mind of, oh, I want to hit a two-plate bench that's 225 pounds. So they'll sacrifice form for that. Now, see, I would have guessed the opposite. I would have yeah. guessed it's the newbies, you know, you who do. are overestimating what they what they can lift or should be lifting. You do see that as well, but generally they're a bit more cautious. And for them, sometimes I'm like, hey, you could bring up the intensity. Like you've been in here curling the same 10-pound dumbbells for months at this point. Try bumping it up a notch, you know, mm -hmm. like you're not going to hurt yourself. Just be careful. Just go into it slow and see that you're really capable of more than you think you can. Yeah, when you were talking about people maybe loading too much, do you see that more with men than women? Absolutely, I yes. kind of figured, yeah. <laughs> are, there, are there other things that guys do, you know, that maybe they shouldn't be doing that you, that you notice? And then I'd ask the same oh, thing of women, if, if there's a difference. For men, a lot of them... Uh, are very focused on the vanity muscles, we call them. So like arms, chest, and they're skipping out on legs or they're focusing too much on their chest versus their back. So they develop different imbalances. So it's really good to have a well-balanced routine. That's one thing I definitely see in men. With women, I see, like I said, they're very cautious in the weight room. And first of all, like props to them for stepping off the treadmill or elliptical or cardio equipment that you typically see women on because they're a bit intimidated to step into the weight room. Um, but once they do get in there, they're a bit cautious and they're using the same 20 pound dumbbell to squat one. I know they could probably like load up the barbell and go a little heavier there. So like I said, again, like women are stronger than you think generally. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What's your favorite? What are your favorite exercises? I 
surprisingly love upper body like women usually tend to focus on their legs and whatnot but I love training upper body I love bench pressing and I think it's because it's my worst movement so like my lightest movement I guess that I can perform so I love going in and being able to see improvements on that Mm -hmm. what kind of goals do you have Right now, my goal is focused on muscle gain, which is also another thing I've seen women is they on, um, usually are focusing on fat loss, but going in there and being able to focus on wanting to gain muscle and get stronger, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. That's why I was wondering if you, you know, said you like to bench press. I don't know if you want to be like, you know, a, um, I guess like a, a bodybuilder and you maybe compete, that, you know, that sort of thing, if you want particularly large muscles or, yeah. you know, because you can, can't you kind of focus on whether it's, you know, mass strength or endurance or some combination yes there's different types of training for each kind of goal that you're going for mine right now generally is focused on uh, bodybuilding training i don't Mm -hmm. have any plans to compete in the near future at least i've thought about it but in the near future not really but just the kind of general training i tend to lean towards that but say for bodybuilding purposes so gaining muscle you want to train in the 8 to 12 rep range we call it generally uh, strength, they're usually training in the lower rep range, but you're using heavier weights. And then uh, for endurance, you're kind of going 15 reps and above. So that just kind of helps train the muscle to be working for a long time. Okay. All right. Do you think people really know those differences? A lot of people that come in? I mean, no. Are they just grabbing weights I, and just. I feel like some of them are just grabbing weights, but it's really nice about working out in today's age is the wealth of information we have online with technology. So. Mm-hmm. There's a, like, I love how fitness has become its own side of social media, even with people having like fitness Instagram pages. So you can gain a lot of wealth of knowledge from those. Yes, there is bad information out there that people just put out and others believe because they have a nice physique. But generally, you can get pretty good wealth of information and know like, oh, if I'm trying to build muscle, I want to be in this kind of like moderate rep range. Mm -hmm. If I want to get stronger, go a little lower rep range, but heavier. So Right. I've spent a lot of time trying to find the right app. Yes. Um, I had one I liked, and then I decided to try this other one that had a little bit more AI to it. And I don't know. I just... That, I live by it. I mean, that's whatever it tells me to do, I'm going to do. Hope it's telling me the right stuff. <laughs> I mean, following any programs better than just going into the gym willy-nilly, yeah. in my opinion. You know, for people who, um, whether they're experienced or, or inexperienced, I mean, how valuable do you think it is to have a personal trainer? I think it is very valuable, at least if you're a beginner getting into the gym, having a few sessions. You don't have to be re-upping your sessions, like buying new ones every month or so just getting in there and uh, being able to understand proper form before you actually start doing your own thing is super valuable mm-hmm. and even for intermediate and advanced lifters we see things that you don't so unless you're in there taking videos of yourself and really breaking them down and monitoring it you can't really see the mistakes that you're making and we can be in there helping you correct those mistakes telling you how to perform the movement more optimally and how to create programs more optimally mm-hmm. I, I, we can't really get into um, a lot of you know detailed pricing on on this program, but I I don't think it's really terribly expensive. People hear personal trainer. The first time I heard about a friend of mine, you know, personal trainer, I thought, wow, you know, they must have a lot of money to throw around. And I suppose it can go in that direction, but just from experience at the rec center here at the University of Akron. You know, it's, it's really pretty affordable, don't you think? Yes, the prices here are definitely way cheaper than if you're heading out to more, like, boutique gyms or commercial gyms. Yeah. 
And I, interesting too that you said, you know, it's not something you have to commit to for, you know, a year. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe you just have a personal trainer with you for, you know, a few sessions just to, like you said, teach you a few things. I've been thinking about, you know, I've had personal trainers over there twice. Um, and I was thinking about, I need to do it again. There's a particular muscle group where I know I need help and I'm not really going to get the help through my app. I really need to have somebody, you know, specifically saying you need to do this different. You need to do that different. Um, so you can even do that even if you, you know, just for kind of a short short period or for specific questions, I think. Yeah, it's super valuable. Like, I would love to have someone that I could train for a year or two, but generally, if you can't afford that or you can't make that feasible into your schedule, just having a personal trainer for a couple sessions to just give you insight is super helpful. Mm -hmm. What's your your favorite thing? You say you like bench pressing, at least right now, is kind of your, your exercise of choice when you're working out. But when you look at the rec center as a whole, um, what else do you really like to do there when, when you have time, which is probably not, not a lot, but. <laughs> um, our rec center has really great, great equipment. So while most gyms, like generally you have your dumbbells, barbells, whatnot, but I love, they call them selectorized equipment, which is just the machines that we have. I love the brand we have. We have both Cybex and, uh, Hammer Strength and mm-hmm. Life Fitness, I believe. So they're, they're just great brands and, so while I do like dumbbells and barbells generally, because um, they focus on stability and all that as well, but when you really want to focus on a muscle, I love the machines that a rec center has. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I never thought about that, but it's really cool how there are the three different brands because they're, you know, you can find a machine that is, you know, say for quads or whatever, but there's three different ones and they are a little different, even though they're working the same muscle, you know, just the way you go about it can be a little bit different depending on the type of machine that you're wearing. I don't really know what all those differences are. I just know that they're there. Um, and I have a preference sometimes with certain, like I like this machine for this, but I like this other one for that. You know, they aren't necessarily following the same brand. So I, I never really thought much about it, but it's cool that you do have that, that kind of selection because I think a lot of gyms probably just, you know, they just adhere to one company or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's super nice. Cause one thing with machines, they're great, but they don't fit everybody's body type and shape. So you have options of what you feel better. And a couple of the Cybex brand ones are even, um, wheelchair and like disability accessible. So those they're adjustable. So you could fit a wheelchair in there and yeah, it's super cool. Oh, are those, they're like, like a light gray or like yes. a silver. Yes. Is that, okay. <laughs> I, I don't do that's why that was like that where the the way the seat moves or yeah. can be like moved like almost full circle. Okay. Now I know. Yeah. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> All right. I, you know, other than weightlifting though, um, what do you think is, you know, maybe the, among the, the, the cooler things at the rec center to do? It's super cool that we have a rock wall. That is awesome. Um, it's one of the tallest in Ohio, I'm pretty sure. And uh, I also love the group exercise classes. My roommate is actually one of the instructors for them. Our whole house is like exercise science, personal trainers and whatnot, oh, really? so it's funny. But uh, she's a trainer, well, one of the group exercise instructors. We do cycling, um, hit and hardcore, they call it. And we're actually offering new classes coming into this uh, next semester because we have a couple new instructors coming on. So we're bringing back yoga most likely and a couple other cool ones. Okay. Go through those again when you said um, the three that you just mentioned. Cycling, HIT, so high-intensity interval training. It's like a cardio-based class. And then hardcore, so that's kind of ab-focused. Okay. And those are just like floor exercises or do those involve weightlifting and stuff or... 
I haven't attended one in quite some time, okay. honestly. Okay. But um, I'm pretty sure they do involve some weight. It's mostly body weight on the floor. Yeah. Okay. What do you think people are missing? You know, we have a, a you know, our student population, and, and maybe people should understand this too. If you're a student at the University of Akron, um, you're not paying, um, you know, some kind of a membership or whatever. There, there are student fees that are part of your your commitment to the university, but that includes use of the rec center. And obviously not all the students go there. Um, they don't take advantage of what is really a gem on this campus. What do you think they're missing? I believe they're missing out on the idea that, well, I believe that they're missing out on the idea that fitness isn't just one thing you have to do. Like, when they think of the rec center, they might think, oh, I have to run on the treadmill, or oh, I have to go hit the weights. No, try what works out for you. Try the group exercise classes. Try our pink gloves boxing, which is another program they offer. Try out rock climbing. Go on the track upstairs. Mm -hmm. Just realize that there isn't a one-size-fits-all. Just do what's right for you because you build a sense of community. Like I have so many friends from the rec center. You see them around campus. Everyone waves. It's, it's great. It's not just an hour or two of your day. It's a whole kind of lifestyle. It doesn't have to be that, but it can become that. And just super helpful. Mm-hmm. Clean, too, by Clean, the way. Clean, yes. <laughs> it is. I mean, if, if you've been to different gyms, sometimes, well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes al- you wonder. There's always at least, like, two employees walking around spraying equipment down. So, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, your exercise science major, you said, right? Yes. What are you going to do? My concentration is strength and conditioning. So my long-term goal is to be, like, a strength and conditioning coach for – one of the Big Ten schools or even like the NFL, which is so funny because never played a sport in my life. But <laughs> I, I think it would be super cool just being able to work with athletes and help them achieve their goals. Did you go to high school around here? I'm actually from Pittsburgh, so okay. no. Okay. Um, how much time left, by the way, before you do graduate? One more semester, graduating oh, the spring. Okay. So you're done in, in May. Yeah. So you'll be looking for a job. You're going on to grad school at some point or – For your career path, I don't know how important that is right away. Maybe that's something later. It is quite important, but some people you look at and they just have their bachelor's. So it's kind of who you know and connections, but Mm. I do plan on going to grad school. Okay, very good. What else do we need to know about about the rec center? And and I guess particularly about, you know, people who might be visiting, whether it's our student rec center here at the University of Akron or even other rec centers and gyms and, and so forth in the area trying to trying to lose their holiday pounds. <laughs> Don't be afraid to ask for help. There's always staff on board that are super helpful there into working out and whatnot, and they would love to help you. And also, don't think that you look like an idiot. Don't be afraid that other people are staring at you and judging you. They're focused on their own workout. They're focused on thinking that they look like an idiot or they're checking themselves out in the mirror. They're not looking at you, so... Don't be worried about that. Just do your thing, and you're going to learn over time what you did wrong. Like, I can look back a year at my workout programs and be like, what the heck was I thinking? But in the moment, I was still making progress. It's still better than just sitting at home on the couch. You know, how important is it for for somebody, um, you know, again, whether they're just getting started or starting back um, after, you know, maybe an extended break, how important, how, I, I, how do you come up with a plan? You know, if you, if you don't want to go the personal trainer route, or you really can't afford it, or or whatever. I mean, how do you how do you even figure out like what should I do once I get there? You just have to take a moment, 
analyze your goals and availability and how realistic those goals really are. So um, say you can only be in the gym two or three days a week, go for a full body route. There's no point in being like, oh, one day I'm going to hit upper body, one day I'm going to hit lower body, next I'm going to hit upper body, or uh, focusing on certain muscle groups certain days. Just think about how to get the most benefit you can. So, But if you can be in the gym five days a week, okay, why not do, we call them push-pull leg splits. So like pushing muscles, like chest, triceps, shoulders, pulling muscles, back and biceps, and legs, quads, hamstring, calves, glutes. So just look at what your availability really is and what your goals are. Say you really want to make your biceps bigger, so add in some bicep movements or you notice your quads are lacking, do some leg extensions, do some squats, and also do, do some research yourself. Uh, if you do have some money, a bit of money to spare, it's pretty cheap, but the rec does offer exercise program design. So there you do the physical fitness assessment with us, and then we have a conversation with you about your goals, what you're looking for, injuries, training history, all of that stuff, and create a program for you based on that. And that's a much cheaper option than personal training. And generally, I write those for I tell it, you can run them for an indefinite period of time. I say generally eight weeks or so because some people run a new program every time they're in the gym doing a different workout every week, and you don't know how you're making progress if you're doing a new thing every week. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You you mentioned the word goals a couple of times just now. Um, I guess that's the other thing. You know, how do we? What tips would you give to help people set realistic goals, especially post holidays? Because some people are probably thinking, you know, wow, I want to lose, you know, well, I don't know, we'll say 25 pounds, um, whether, you know, whether they want to put on muscle or whatever the deal. I'm, I'm going to look fantastic by spring break. You know, is that feasible? It is feasible. Just we've all probably heard of smart girls before, smart goals before. So specific, measurable, attainable, realistic and timely. So. If you want to look in that more, maybe just make a worksheet of yourself and say, okay, this is my general goal. Let's break it down and see how I can go about this. Anticipate barriers to that goal as well. So say you make a resolution, well, you're making a resolution to lose weight, but you know in three weeks you have a birthday party coming up or something, or you're going on vacation, you're going to be out of town, can't hit the gym. So come up with some barriers to those goals and how you can solve those barriers. Like, oh, is there going to be a, a gym at the hotel and whatnot? Mm-hmm. So just um, really planning ahead with those goals is great. Should we weigh every day? If you... <laughs> <laughs> I, like some people can because you can look at it as just data, but some people have such an emotional attachment to the scale that they see your weight is up because uh, one pound and it's because you had some Chipotle the night before, high in sodium, you're retaining water, a little bit heavier in your stomach. And they're like, oh, my God, I lost a pound. I can't eat all day. So see how you uh, emotionally attach the scale. If you can literally look at the number and say, oh, okay, it's up a little today. Cool. What's it going to be tomorrow? And then kind of see the trend line. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, but also if you can't do that, maybe do once a week or something. Just mm-hmm. just don't attach too much weight to the weight, you know. <laughs> right, and there's I know there's different you know different philosophies on that, and and I've noticed too when you try to read about um, at least you know at my level, which is not you know as high as yours, um, you try to you know read about setting fitness goals and and workout routines and you know stuff like that, and it seems like. To me, at least, the more I read, the more confused I got. And I had to just kind of stop and just say, you know what, I'm just, I'm just going to figure this out because 
you get expert advice on this side that you know tells you, oh no, no, you have to do it like this. This is the way to go. But then you'll find an equally compelling article saying something completely different than that. And I, I find it where I just need to get off of reading so much and just, I don't know, just kind of come up with something on my own based on what I could gather from all the sources I was using. Yes, I agree. We call that paralysis by analysis. So okay. whatever you kind of just <laughs> are like, everything just starts going over your head and you're like, so I'm not going to the gym today. I don't know what to do. Just do what works for you at the end of the day. Like, yes, there's all this advice out there, but take it all with the grain of salt and how it's going to apply to your life. Okay. Hey, let's uh, mention too, uh, for listeners who may not be students at the University of Akron, you actually do not have to be a student or an employee at the university if you want to be a part of the Student Recreation and Wellness Center. Um, they do have uh, community memberships, and you can really just go to the website or give them a call to find out all the information about that. And uh, once you're part of the, the rec center, whether you're, again, a student member, you're an employee, or you're a community member, you know, then you can find out more information, too, about the fitness evaluations and personal training and the classes and all that kind of stuff that happens there. That's about it for Zips Unlimited this week. Next week, it's all about safety, off-campus safety specifically. Carrie Jackson will be joining me, and I think you're going to be impressed with the approach that the University of Akron and Carrie Jackson specifically is taking to off-campus safety. Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM. Z- 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 Z-